0: The random ramble. Yeah, so when I was a kid, I used to lie all the time. I'm talking about Do you have on yellow socks? And I'll just look down and be like, yeah, for sure. Sure do. And they're fucking green. Just just because I could. I don't and I don't know why um why I did it. I just maybe i just thought maybe i can get away with it um (laughs) and to see what what would happen like what were my consequences if i found out yeah um but and my mom used to tell me like and i just i really remember this and it would just be like why do you constantly lie like you constantly lie about the stupidest shit are you Do you need Do you need help Do you need to go see somebody (laughs) because you just constantly lie about the smallest stuff Are you a habitual liar Uh, What is the actual term when you compulsive Compulsive is no compulsive liar No, it's another word for it I'll figure it out Um, But just and I was just like I would just tell her like No I don't know why I do this (laughs) But then still growing up today. I think about that moment every single part, like every single day. Like, I could just lie <laughs> about this one situation, and nobody would know. But I just, I remember my mom just replaying that in the back of my head. But then at the end of the day, it it made me think I was a liar, like mm. every single day. Like I just lied about, like am I tell, like I had to think, am I telling the truth? Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Did I tell the whole story? And then sometimes I find myself even like even like overcompensating or trying to like explain even more and more and more because I don't want you to think I'm lying.
1: Mm, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I don't that's one thing I could think of. And that's one thing I always try. Like I just constantly think about. I don't know why. Maybe so I'd... you like
1: reparent yourself through it and try to make sure that you're actually telling the truth and that you're not continuing to just follow that cycle. Yeah. I have my little Layla, she tends to fib a lot <laughs> um, and she's only five, so I don't want to call her a flat out liar, but you know, sometimes like legitimately obvious, like I can give you an example. Like the other day I told you she was, she came up to me, uh, ran up to me, gave me all these hugs and kisses and I smelled grape in her mouth and I'm like, dude, what did you just have? That's grape. Now, let me just preface also by saying that she has type one diabetes. so she is not allowed to just eat whatever she wants without telling us. Cause obviously we need to give her insulin for it. So I was like, why does your mouth smell like grape? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, Layla, I it's all over your breath. I can smell it. What did you have? And she sat there for a second. She's
0: she, like, did I eat grapes?
1: Well, she she's thought like- for two seconds. She was like, Hmm, you know what? I had some grapes. <laughs> and I was like, dude, Real grapes don't make your breath smell like like artificial grape. Like, that's not what it is. What is it? And so I had thought that she got, like, into the cough medicine because Brayden recently had a a cold. Turns out this little chick found the melatonin and chugged the (laughs) bottle.
0: But this this had to be kids' melatonin. Yes, thankfully
1: it was kids' melatonin. (laughs) But still, it's like, dude, like, why are you lying? I can smell it on your breath. You know, you just did it. But she just would like. So for me, in her case, sometimes I wonder is it just like naturally she likes to lie and push limits? Or is it that she doesn't feel safe to tell me the truth because she thinks that, you know, the response will be that she's going to get in trouble? I don't know the answer. I
0: can say that I wouldn't thinking about it now. I just knew by lying or. First of all, my mom knew when I was lying, right? Yeah, like, totally. We she, usually do. She's very clear. Like, when she's asking a question, and I do the same thing now. <laughs> when I ask a question or she when she asked a question, it was like, because she already knew the answer. Sure. So, I just remember if I just tell her no, if I just tell her no, that I won't get in, get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, But, however, she already knew, one, so then I got in trouble t- even worse because one, I lied about it. And then two. Yeah. Fuck. I'm
1: totally opposite from you. Like in my Enneagram one, like my whole burning question in life is like, am I in integrity? (laughs) So for me, like lying is super hard to do, like from always, like it didn't matter if it got me in trouble. Actually, I definitely got myself in a lot more trouble because of my little fiery mouth and being like fuck everybody. You, nobody's my authority. I'm going to do whatever I want. So I like never had a problem with lying, but I definitely had an issue with um, criticism, self-criticism for sure. But I guess, you know what? I won't even go there. The story that I think is m- more interesting or impactful to me even today that I'm working on reparenting is Is that I'll say this. My husband told me to start a podcast literally 10 years ago. (laughs) He was like, start a podcast 10 years ago. And at that time, I was like, literally, like, I looked at him like he was an alien. I'm like, dude, genuinely, nobody gives a shit about what I have to say. Like, why would people care about my story, my voice, what I have to say? And that was obviously a limiting belief coming from my childhood because, you know, again, being neglected and living in foster homes, it's not like, my opinion or my voice was accounted for or right. nobody they, nobody literally gave a shit. So I didn't grow up with any confidence that people cared about what I had to say. So now in my adult life, I tend to usually be in leadership positions where I am influential and I help other people grow and coach people into being their most optimal selves. Um, but it's really funny because it's like, how can I be giving all that advice, you know, when fundamentally, internally, I truly believe that like nobody actually cares. Um, But knowing what I know about myself and the emotional intelligence that I have, I'm like, okay, well, that's a limiting belief. Because what I know is when I pour into people, and I have amazing conversations, people do get a lot of out of what I'm saying to them. And people come to me all the time and tell me, Thank you so much for listening and thank you for that advice or thank you for that perspective. And so just constantly telling myself, like, reparenting myself to, to just say, no, like, your voice does matter. What you have to say matters. Your perspective matters. So one way that I, I definitely reparent myself, um, one of the key ways for me is because I have such a hard time in emotions, like, dealing with emotions sometimes and letting them process my best way is to get in the shower turn off the lights sometimes i turn on you know a frequency for the god frequency or a happy frequency or something like that or i just sit in silence but either way the whole point is to let the water you know hit my body feel warm hug myself give myself affirming conversations like i'm my mom or even i do sometimes even imagine mm-hmm. that my my mom who has passed you know, showed up for me in the way that I needed. So I'll visualize myself as a little girl in the shower with my mom holding me and mm-hmm. hugging me and talking to me about whatever it is that I need that day. Um, and I can't say that's always been the case. Normally, I would just, you know, push all my emotions down and keep it moving. But when it comes to reparenting, I've been really trying hard, especially with these little kids that I have, because I feel like, you know, my, my oldest daughter got a lot of just the emotional, crazy mom. And then the little ones are getting a different version, right? Because they're 12 years apart, essentially. So I had done a lot of the work. So yeah, so that's one one definite way that I, I reparent myself and one subject that I focus on. And so even doing this podcast and having conversations and trying to lead in a conversation about self-development and health, it's like, there's still a little part of me that's like, nobody fucking cares. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, but I'm going to keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone and I'm going to keep making my voice heard because somebody, somebody, even if it's one person relates to me or resonates with what I'm saying and I can help those people uh, think even just slightly Mm -hmm. different, you know, that's a win. And I know that sounds silly and cliche and whatever, but it's true because it's, it's creating a healthier person and healthier generations hopefully to come, right? right? Like, I'm, I'm the last of my, my people. Like, honestly, I have like one aunt and one sister that's still alive. And when they pass, me and my little family that I've created are the only ones that are carrying on this bloodline. So it's extraordinarily important for me to continue to reparent myself so that I can continue to break cycles so that my kids hopefully don't have half of the issues that I do.